0: Hello everybody, and welcome to an episode of Impactful Conversations, a platform to educate and inspire. My name is Tafad and thank you for tuning in to the show. On the show, I interview and speak to individuals who are making a difference in their world, individuals who have a different way of thinking and are forming as leaders in their respective fields. I do this on Instagram live on my account, which you can give a follow at Tafandlovu. that's T-A-F-A-N-D-L-O-V-U to catch the future episodes live. Anyway, wherever you're listening to this, I hope you sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Today, I'm joined by Nicholas Mayes, a South African currently living and working in Barcelona as a data analyst for a multinational organisation. So Barcelona, as you well know, is highly impacted by the coronavirus situation and, and has been a hotspot over the last few months. So Nick actually told me that he hasn't been out the house for the past 60 days, which is quite incredible, really. So, he and I will speak on living in Barcelona alone in this time, um, working from home in the co- coronavirus pandemic, self-learning, as well as taking initiative. We'll also speak a little bit about uh, keeping a positive mindset in such times as this. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey. What's up, my boy? I'm good, man. How's it going? Good, thanks. to you, bro? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. So, uh... How are things in uh, Barcelona? Uh, it's quiet but hectic. Mm. And mm. how are things I mean, so for, over. It's, uh, it's quiet but cold. <laughs> <So that's why laughs> I got my layers on at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> like two jackets and a beanie. It's uh, getting quite dangerously cold at the moment. But um, no, things are good, man. So I think just for the benefit of uh, everybody watching this, let's just... Uh, you know, start off. You know, your your name is obviously Nick, everybody knows that.
1: Yeah, um, but up? yeah,
0: tell us a little bit about, you know, where you're from, where you grew up, um, you know, what did you study, and what do you currently do at the moment? Um, and then just tell us a little bit about, you know, what you're passionate about.
1: Uh, sure thing. So I'm Nick mm. Mayers. Um, I was born in Bulawayo, Zimbabwe. Hey, uh, at the age of one, we left to Botswana. We spent like seven years in Botswana and then we moved to South Africa some years in South Africa like nine years some other places but South Africa is where I went through like the last of primary school and most of mm. high school big up Saint Stythians, you know uh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, amazing experience uh, I then mm. went to the University of Pretoria to study economics and econometrics and after the first year I came here to Barcelona I relocated uh, and so you actually
0: were you were actually at tux for a year yeah and then did the ultimate bravest thing like i've ever seen in my life and switched <laughs> to the university of barcelona oh barcelona what? if i pronounce it I, correctly
1: actually i went to university of Pompeu fabra but in barcelona
0: okay okay um, so what did you study there and then we'll I think we'll talk a little bit about the move, but just tell us what you studied there and then we'll we'll dive into the first topic
1: yeah so uh I studied uh, international business economics uh, on the Ciutade campus a uh, very beautiful campus, beautiful city mm. and uh, now I work as a data analyst for introvision Digital, yeah. which is a American firm that does like, mm. radio television uh newspapers and why work on their digital side for the video department so okay. we do all the video ads the banner ads that you see when you're browsing a website the ads that open when you're reading an article those are by so
0: nice nice so a lot of people you know in the bullet to this and you know just telling people that uh that i'm interviewing you today have asked you know it's been a, a general sort of theme across the questions is so what inspired the move from uh, South Africa all the way to to Barcelona?
1: Well, it started about 16. At like 16, I always wanted to go abroad. Mm-hmm. Um, but then as I said, at 16, I met Lydia through Twitter uh, and we started chatting. And as we we're entering university, it was around about March, like one year of being inside uni. Uh, I just approached the parents and I was like, I want to go to Barcelona to be with her. I'd seen, like, we'd yeah. done like, a few separate visits. Like, I had come here. Yeah. And, yeah, I love the place. I really love her. So I was like, yeah, let's try and make the move. It's amazing, man. So,
0: yeah. And so, well, tell us. The special us, reason to... I came
1: to study, but we just so happened yeah. to study
0: same city yeah yeah i get you (laughs) (laughs) you came you You came to study but you know (laughs) just so happened to be in the same place as she was but so tell us you know so a little bit about that transition now so moving to barcelona from you know studying at first Mm. year at tux to to making the big move across how was that change in culture how did you find that Mm. um i'm sure it it can't just be an easy translation. It's not like, you know, moving to a country where their first language or, you know, predominant language is English. It's quite different, I'm sure.
1: Yeah. Well, surprisingly, it was fairly easy because my wife, Lydia, she speaks fluent English. She started with an American accent, now it's gone South African, so I feel proud. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, But helped a lot. Like, her and her family helped me a lot, you know, Mm. the applications, the back and the forths between universities,
0: that's getting good. everything
1: together um and then for the language i actually didn't have much of a problem for like the first two years of being here i didn't know okay. a word of spanish like apart from like hola cafe con leche <laughs> coffee with milk, so as like, much as
0: i know pretty much yeah <laughs> yeah
1: like, <the> basic, <laughs> because i stayed in cast de the and like there, there's a big english community like all british expats okay we live right by the british school so it was a lot of English and I studied in English and now like the first internships I did were all in English. Okay. So I didn't have to learn the language as such, but it became as like a interest
0: to start picking it up and... as you went along, yeah. Yeah. So how was that sort of and now, you know, what's your sort of Spanish level? You had to rate your Spanish game out of ten, like what are you at now? <laughs> like can you speak fluently or is it now is it still the, kind of tricky?
1: A solid seven. Uh, like, okay, I have like a B1, which is like an intermediate. Hmm. Uh, there's like, so how they rank it is like A1, A2, B1, B2, C1, C2, where the okay. C's are like your advanced, like it's native language for you. B1 yeah. is like low intermediate, B2 is high intermediate, and the A's are beginners. So, like, I'm a low intermediate on most of my language. So, if okay. I need to, uh, I can speak so that's good
0: that's really good so so you know now you know being in spain at the moment Mm. um you know obviously in the in the coronavirus pandemic Mm. um you know if i'm not mistaken you said to me that you know it's been 60 days or so since you guys are pretty much in lockdown state and you've been out of the house what maybe once or twice something like that once Yeah. yeah that's so tell us a little bit about you know how things evolved um you know with time as and when the pandemic grew, you know how was your sort of emotional and psychological state um and you know what advice would you have for us as you know South Africans or wherever people are watching from in the world um in on this current stream you know what what advice would you have for us in terms of dealing with this psychologically?
1: yeah well, I mean like at the office, we joked like around January. But the gym guys that would just like imagine we get like, because they're always saying like it'll be about the two week period every time, like a two yeah. week layoff, and then imagine we're like imagine just two week holiday, we hit the gym every day, we eat food, we just chill. Yeah, uh, that came to fruition. Uh, it wasn't what we expected. No gym, nothing. Um, and yeah, it was for me. I feel okay for the most part. I mean, okay, I'm lucky. Like. I moved out here to where Lydia is staying in Yeda, just outside the city. So we have her parents and she's here. So there's people to interact with. We yeah. each have our own like little personal space. So I split like, I sleep upstairs, but I work downstairs um, at okay. a little desk. I make sure I get, like I have a massive window that has, like I can open and get here. Mm-hmm. Because, like that's the one thing I was very worried about is the apartments here. Like living here is mainly down in an apartment, like they're built up instead of horizontal, like back home in SA. So like, imagine like if I was just in my apartment in Barcelona, like I'd have my room, it doesn't have an exterior window, like I'd be four mm. walls. Like it, it would start to feel like a prison. And you just gotta have something to break the monotony, you know, do something different. There's Zoom calls, So what what imagine.
0: do you do? So what, what do you do to deal with it? I mean, you know, two months in now you're a, mm. you're a a lockdown specialist now so you, you probably know all the tips and tricks to to get around this.
1: uh i'd say like the first thing well like what everyone does is like to pick up a hobby but uh yeah. i mainly used it as like a chance to like develop myself so mm. i started i went back to reading like reading like physical books like for pleasure yeah. not just for work i'm not just reading articles yeah. for work anymore mm. Um, and then I picked up, like I started learning Spanish and I said, I want to learn one new skill because this is like, it's isolation, which like for a horrible virus, global pandemic, like yes. it's very tough times for a lot of people, mm. but it's time not to be wasted if you know what I mean? Like you can either sit, yeah. and, like sit, watch TV, play games all day
0: That's or really you can good.
1: develop yourself while also doing those things because I mean, there's only a mm. finite amount of TV you can watch. And a finite amount of games you can play, but
0: mm.
1: mm. you can never so, stop learning and develop. So I
0: mean, you you're obviously been you're you're working full time, um, yeah. and you're currently obviously working from home, and you've yeah. been working from home for about two months now. You know what? Yeah. You know, I I started working from home about uh, yeah about three and a half weeks ago, um, and it's quite a transition. You know, obviously it depends on the industry that you're mm. in. Um, but it's quite a transition. How, how have you found that? And what's your sort of daily typical routine? Do you find that you work more as well? Yeah, a lot more. Hmm. Um, well,
1: also what, why I work a lot more is there were some guys at the office laid off without pay. Uh, so like the work had to be picked up. So we have the really? same amount of work less people. So naturally you just work more. Um, but then like for me to deal with it, I've just put in like a very rigorous daily schedule. Um, so I know like every day I have to work, like I start work at eight, I have to do the morning reports. I have until nine, mm. but I make sure like 10 to 10 to eight, I'm already like starting to read through, plan my day. I look at it because being a data analyst, like you, you kind of just transition your days a bit morphic depending on
0: yeah
1: which are the clients, what, what you got to do. Mm. Um, like being in digital marketing you, you want to see how the performance has been going obviously so it, like the larger accounts need a bit more attention mm. um, so yeah just breaking down the day making sure i touch base with not only the people i work with but with like colleagues at the, at the office that i also mm.
0: like,
1: i would normally see and just pass by and be like hey what's up or if we have an issue we work together on it making sure like, yeah jump in together well, you have
0: board. you know Tea or coffee together, you know, every yeah. every two to three hours or whatever, to just check in on people.
1: Yeah, exactly. Just mm. we created like a Skype group so you can always just chat. That's good. That's good. And yeah, like make sure to but, take your breaks because mm. when you work from home, I realized very early on that I was I wasn't taking breaks or like I was taking breaks at my computer, and that's like yeah. probably the worst thing that I did because I never stopped. Yeah.
0: Exactly. I just yeah. go from
1: Work to watching a video and yes. then switch back on to work but then like the mind never took a break
0: hmm. so so tell me i mean working from home exercise like are you guys allowed to exercise there in in barcelona are you allowed to exercise outside i mean so you're allowed to do sort of you know your own sort of exercise routine hmm. daily or how does it work you know with sort of the lockdown restrictions there
1: no. so well, you can't actually leave i mean well you can leave But then you risk the fine, and I mean it's 600 euros of fine, which (laughs) no one wants to risk that. I
0: mean, yeah, especially at our exchange rate at the moment. Yeah, things are a bit. it's
1: it's a bit tight, you know.
0: Yeah, it's a bit tight. Yeah,
1: I know like a couple of mates from gym. Like they've just put like groceries in their bag and they've been going for runs. And if they get stopped, they're like, "Oh, I just ran to the grocery store. Like Mm -hmm. it's essential, bro. I need my food." <laughs> and, like, the police can't really stop them because you're he, heat sort of <laughs> eating food it's like oh okay <laughs> so <laughs> it's, a, it's a workaround but obviously you don't mm-hmm. want to risk such things because well the healthcare system here is saturated and you just don't want to chance it with yourself yeah. you know? like, yeah.
0: so we have a comment in the in the feed that apparently you've been jogging with Messi for 600 pounds <laughs> <laughs> I wish. But I, I'm I'm quite so I'm quite curious. So if you're not allowed to exercise outside, what do you do? Do you, do you exercise inside at home? I mean, what is the yeah. sort of coping mechanism when it comes to that? Because you know it's been two months now, and you've yeah. left the house once. That that's incredibly difficult.
1: Yeah, I mean, like you gotta just exercise. Like I exercise in the room. I just have my skipping mm. rope, and you do mm. push-ups sit-ups squats like yeah squats like real back yeah. to basics prison workout type of thing
0: yeah yeah
1: but yeah i mean like even That's like cool. we have a little common garden just out here but you're not allowed in the common garden um wow. and I, I know like for us like if, if you were to break it people would be upset because if you pass on the virus and like, you're not the one showing symptoms but someone else was to get sick. Maybe like, you'll mm. be like, let's not risk it. Like, we're all a community. Let's just, everyone follow suit.
0: Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So psychologically, right, um, mm. you know, being, being in a situation like that where, you know, the, the situation is incredibly depressing, um, when you talk to the number of people who are infected, number of people who have mm. unfortunately passed away, and all of the families have been affected, how how have you managed to get through that psychologically? Um and what's sort of been the big sort of success factors in getting through that?
1: Well, okay, I I would still say like it's an ongoing process, like th- we yep. don't do success, but it's that like eight o'clock at eight when everyone comes out to clap and they play music, like you you won't you can't see the people because like mm-hmm. everyone's on very high balconies, you can't see everybody. But you hear all the clapping and you hear all the music and you know there's other people. It's it's almost like a call a call of solidarity basically. Like we're mm. all in this together, so uh let, let's just pull together and we'll get through this and it'll get better. Like the only way is yeah. out. You know, like the we've been through the peak. It's not long to go now. Like already from last weekend, uh they allowed children under the age of fourteen to go out. And on like the first day of them going out, like they kept like the social distancing. Children, under 14, like, keeping the social yeah. distance, The adults in the group not interacting with other children, like only the children That's that they good. were with. So it was like, people are following the rules. Like everyone's in this together. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like a, yeah. a big call to, to solidify, you
0: know? And how have you dealt with the moments when you feel down? So when you feel trapped, alone, lonely, how have you dealt with that? Um, you know, and I'm sure that's not a. It's not like it happens once you deal with it and then that's it. It's like it happens and then you it happens okay, so again right. and happens again. How have you? What are your sort of tips to people who are spending ice like time in isolation at the moment, uh, based on your experience? Mm.
1: Well, if you're with someone, the best thing you can mm-hmm. do is talk about it, like
0: make that's those good. feelings
1: known. You know, because like for example, I think it was Sunday, I went to Lydia and I was like. Listen, I feel like I'm just feeling very anxious. I'm I'm not 100, percent and like she just like me. And she's like, I feel the same. But you know the end is coming. Yeah. Um, also, like for me, a, a big part of my day is music. Like I spend like almost eight to ten hours a day just listening to music. Yeah. Um, so like you can control your emotions through music. Well, I I know I personally can. So like music's mm. a big thing, and also in the content you can consume because. Like when you start to read a lot of the news, like you can start to be like, Oh, this is just doom and gloom.
0: Yeah, so you gotta just sometimes yeah. just switch
1: off the news and be like, Okay, I'll find like once a day, I'll read it. Like, I don't read the news in the morning, uh, which I normally would do, but I find that just for not, the sake then,
0: of this, yeah, mm.
1: you know, like I get yeah, put into like just a, a foul mood, you know, and it won't be anybody's fault, but it's like, Wow, well, look at look at the state of the, the situation right now, like you know so like you can start
0: to control what you consume basically that's really good that's really really good so the 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 sort of moments you know when you become anxious and you don't Mm. you don't know you know what's going to happen i think you said something really powerful there about you know try find someone to talk to especially Mm. if it's i mean we've we've spoken a lot about you know people who are spending it alone but it's possible for you to spend lockdown, you know, around a whole bunch of people, but still feel alone. And, you know, it's, it's important if you are in that scenario to sort of voice, you know, your anxieties, if you can, um, yeah. to someone that you trust. It might not necessarily be someone in the same household, for you at least um, it actually is, and that's, and that's great. But I think, you know, the, connect, the, the way we're connected in the world at the moment is such that, you know, you can try and at least virtually try and see someone and just you know bring a smile to your face i think that's that's really really crucial what you said there
1: exactly you know mm. it, it can so, be done through like instagram live like how we are now dms zoom skype yeah yeah, yeah. Twitter. like there's so many platforms now for you to actually engage mm. that take that chance like if you feel down just yeah
0: yeah so let's let's move on to to the topic of self learning. And I think um, taking initiative and I know that's something that you're quite that you're quite passionate about, um, yep. you know, as well as, you know, just keeping a positive mindset and how you sort of develop a positive mindset. I'm quite curious to hear what sort of advice you you have um, for people in that field, in the field of self-learning um, and branching out, you know, from something that you typically, you know, it might not necessarily be your career field, but you've you decided to self-learn and it's something that you're passionate about.
1: Yeah. Um, Well, when it comes to self-learning, like, it's always got to come from within, like, self-learning, like, it's yeah. explanatory, it's self-explanatory, but it's got to be for more. Like, you've got to have a very strong why. Um, That's for really me, good. I've always just had to look at the bigger picture. Mm. Uh, like look at my inspirations. Like, I have obviously like celebrities that influence me and like that really inspire me. Like, when you look at like Lewis Hamilton, Anthony Joshua, uh, big business moguls like Jeff Bezos, you know, or mm. Bill Gates, you know, like these types of people, like those are my inspirations. So, you see what they did to become successful, and you want to start emulating that. But then yeah. there's also the wanting to be like the inspiration that comes like intrinsically, like wanting to be a good. A role model for my little sister it's someone that my little yeah. sister can look up to and be like okay this is the example you said if you can do this i can do this as well you know that's powerful yeah um, that's really powerful so that became well that is a, a large part of what motivates me uh, mm. and also i mean it's always a challenge i enjoy a challenge self-learning is very challenging you know you've got to push yourself mm. you find out a lot about yourself so mm. yeah mm. If you want really, to challenge, really especially during quarantine, where you might start to feel bored, challenge yourself to learn one new skill, like just one skill, but over the entire quarantine period. And you'll see it start to improve and that little bit of improvement always motivates you. When you start to it's see those awful. first results coming back, you start to be like, oh, okay, I can do this. And then yeah. it's almost like the snowball effect. It just becomes yeah. more and more until then. you're an expert. Yeah.
0: I mean, as long as as long as I've known you, Nick, you've always been someone who, um, you know, has pushed yourself to the limit. I still remember, you know, the the days back in high school when you were in the gym every morning. You know, uh, it, it was really inspiring to see that, and to see yourself, you know, pushing yourself to that to that level. There's actually a comment here from from Scott Hamilton. He says, "You know, you you're a beast of cricket." I remember those days as well <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> You guys obviously went to primary school together, actually. Yeah. Um, but to Scott, so Scott has a question. I'm just going to jump to this question. Um, you know, what is, it, what is your favorite meal that you've made during the lockdown?
1: Well, Actually, I haven't cooked a meal. Um, I'm very lucky that his <laughs> parents cook. Did his parents cook, bro? <laughs> not even la- a snack. Not even a snack, bro.
0: <laughs> like,
1: I think the most that I've done in the kitchen is mix the batter. For some cookies. Good Disney. But um <laughs> the best No, actually I, I actually made breakfast. Okay, but
0: what's 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 the what's the best meal that you've had in the locker room?
1: Hey, you know that's a hard one because Lydia's dad can cook. Like, he's a proper cook, you know. Is it? I know mean, you did some other oh no, the lamb shank we had yesterday. That like slow <laughs> roast, roast potatoes, roasted onions, oh my
0: days. Oh you're
1: Oh, I'm right, hoping I'm course. hoping for
0: your sake that there's that there's some leftovers so you can go and enjoy round two. Oh, there wasn't. <laughs> the, the plan was between, you know. Use some fresh empty. bread, to even get the sauce. Oh, oh that's yeah. hilarious. That's hilarious. But okay, that's great. But I mean look, we 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 obviously know that it's it's a it's a massive culture shift. Um, you know, mm-hmm. being in, in Barcelona and I think it's really testament to how you have taken your individual journey into your own hands. Um, and you haven't let anyone uh, define your path for you. I think that's really, really powerful. I think you you must underestimate the power of your example. I think really your, your story is quite powerful. Um, you know, you you, coincid- you you coincidentally went uh, and studied, you know, <laughs> in the same place <laughs> as your current girlfriend, which is amazing uh but so that, that speaks to your strategic mind as well so i, I admire that as well. <laughs> but um we have we have some in the final sort of segment we yeah. we have some general questions um from the floor so so i've seen a couple in the comments and thanks guys for your uh for your comments there's actually quite a few comments just here about your your mental strength you know the fact that you know you 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 really exhibit quite a strong sort of sense to people that you are quite mentally strong and that you have been able to sort of, um, you know, take on adversity and, you know, do that in a dignified manner and in a way that, you know, you actually inspire people by your actions and by your example. So that's really, really powerful. Um, but so one of the questions that I had also in the, in the Q&A prior to this, and, you know, I've seen it pop up in the comments here. It came from Nick Skoltz. Was you know, so your your nickname back in high school was Ophys, Uh so we're quite curious, did that nickname stay in Africa or did it translate across to, <laughs> to, to
1: Europe? Uh, it actually stayed in Africa. What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, here I'm called actually Nico. Like the, oh, that's cool. That's cool. I like that. The on me, you know.
0: Oh, I really like that. I I actually, I'm going to change your name in my context. <laughs>
1: So yeah
0: you still you still keep the, the the k in your name stage right so it's Nick. it's just nick with the with an o oh,
1: at the end like n-i-k-o okay. so,
0: nice i like yeah. that i really like that because it's nicholas so, yeah. but it's just the l-a-s why did you not think of that that's so smart that is so so smart
1: i picked up another name like uh klaus klaus yeah. Yes, so, I remember.
0: So tell us, tell me the story behind Klaus.
1: Uh, so we're actually in, it was in first year in Tux. Uh, ah, the, yes. the yeah, second year. years, like in the residence. We, I don't know, I think we were out at a bar. Uh, we came back and some like a group of them that we were pretty like close with, they were a bit, uh, you know, as you are, mm-hmm. oh, once you had a one too many beers, and one of them just came in and was like,
0: oh, Niklaus.
1: Oh, it's like, called the it name of the Nik- <laughs> And then the name, nickname Klaus just stuck. And even like here, like part of it here, some people call me Klaus here. Because of was oh, also of the course. German name, N- Nicholas is Niklaus in German.
0: Yeah. So, yeah.
1: It just, it, that also stuck, you know.
0: Oh, that's cool, man! That's really, really cool. And another, another sort of question was: um, so I, I had a couple of people asking me, um, you know, they they're considering moving to, to Barcelona, but they they're very curious to know, um, you know, what are the the Barcelona guys like? Are they are they cute? Should they move across? Should they look to book tickets in the future? <laughs> like, are the prospects good across across the ocean?
1: Well, I'm not interested in in you know, I don't play for that team. But mm-hmm. there are some good-looking gents out there, you know? I mean, in any culture, yeah. there's the strapping lads and strapping lasses.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. Okay, so but so
1: I'll, I'll relay that feedback to, back
0: to the person who asked the question. I'll tell them to, to book their tickets while they still can. <laughs> you know,
1: come on like a, a summer, a little, a little summer program, you know, like we do like the, um, it's very similar, like mountaineering. Like an exchange. To, yeah, for like three mm. months, you test it out test the mm. waters. That's good. Sample some and of see, the fruits. And see what happens, yeah. You know, and if you like the so garden, take I mean, you know. the garden.
0: <laughs> so, another question that I had, you know, about, you, know, you obviously used to play a lot of rugby uh, mm. back in high school. And, um, yeah, people are quite curious, you know, have you played any rugby since you moved across? Like, is there rugby in Spain? How does it work?
1: Yeah, there's rugby in Spain. Uh, it's starting out. It's mainly 7s not the biggest okay. fan of sevens. Way so too yeah, much yeah it's
0: quite a lot of running. Yeah, it's quite yeah. a lot of running.
1: Um, last year we actually played sevens on the beach. I don't know why I wow. thought that was a good idea since I don't know, like it's, running it's on the incredibly
0: hard. Uh,
1: running on the beach was even worse
0: <laughs>
1: after like I think it was like seven minutes or eight <laughs> minutes into the second game, like the last two minutes. I was just standing there, like, boys, <laughs> I'm just like. <laughs> Cross cover, cross cover, <laughs> got it. I've got it. <laughs> you know, it, it.
0: Oh, I love that. But uh, it was a good that. experience. That's really good. But all good. of them just that's like really to good. run,
1: you know, like I don't know mm. if it's how they're built, but they just love to run. Isn't it? You know, it's, not, it's quite it's a it's culture not, there. Not as, as as physical, but they'll swing hands,
0: they'll go from wing to wing. That's, good. that's, you know? that's an exciting yeah. that's an exciting brand of rugby. So yeah. I have two 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 final questions to finish off. Um and this is sort of coming back to your mm-hmm. profession as well as sort of the working from home aspect. Um, so the first one is, you know, how, how do you, you know, your field of sort of, you know, as an, as a data analyst, that field is highly competitive. How do you stay you know, ahead of the competition? How do you manage to keep yourself, you know, right at the top of your game in a very competitive field?
1: Mm. Well, this can be tied back to like saying to self-learning. So, it's to really. never become complacent or be like, oh, I know everything, because mm. it, it's very seldom that you'll know everything. Um, so it's it's always to learn, to to be trying to learn, to try develop, and especially like if you're working within a team, new yeah. people come into the team and they'll see the data in a whole different perspective to you. It's it's not yeah. a, everyone just has a different perspective on on the world, so That's really you can good. start to learn from other people as they will pull some skills from you you'll pull some Mm. skills from them so it becomes like a mutual give and take and obviously Mm. you can see their method your method and work out maybe the best hybrid and you just keep adding like almost like chinks to your
0: armor and Mm. developing that skill set that's really good and so my my final question to you before we we wrap up um you know how yeah, based on what you've experienced, how do you think the working world will change post COVID-19? So, I mean, you know, do you think, you know, things will just go back to normal as they were? Or are you sort of under the impression that we're going to get to a bit of a new normal?
1: I think it'll be a bit of a, a hybrid in, in the sense mm-hmm. that I can see once everything's been cleared up, the, the virus isn't as deadly anymore as always infectious. There'll be like almost like a spike I feel there'll be a yeah. spike in, in in like outdoor activities because people would have been camped in for so long. Yeah. But then I think there'll be a new level of flexibility. So, I mean, for a lot of companies, a lot of people have transitioned to now remote work. So we mm. could maybe see like I'm a big proponent of like four day work weeks, like four days in the office, one day. Four from days home, out. You know, and okay. that also could also help for like parents, like having children, like yes. The parents. One parent can take maybe a Monday work from home, yeah. get up the kids, do the normal daily tasks that they'd have to with the children. You know, be there,
0: mm.
1: and a parent another the other one does Friday, for example, and then
0: that's there's really like, like, three real right.
1: days that the children might have not like spent for themselves, but that there's no like parental guardian, like mm. parent guardian with them. You know, so that's it, a good that point. Improve not only like the work situation, but families like that work life balance yeah everybody wants uh, mm. but i also think it was, it's like been a stark reminder like the companies, that you don't have to do things the traditional way of dressing Absolutely. up in a suit going into an office working a nine-to-five like people work but at different times as long as they get the work done and they're showing the results that's what matters mm. that should
0: be mm. what matters to you that's so. that's really really insightful um and i think that you've yeah, you've touched on some really insightful points, particularly, you know, around the sort of four day work week and how much it'll help parents as well, mm-hmm. just be more present um, in their kids' lives, actually. You're, you're onto yeah. a very, very good point there. But um, Nick, thank you so much uh, for doing this. I think this has been a fantastic episode. I think everybody who who's, you know, watched this and has been a part of this throughout the live has really been impacted. I think your, your perspective has been really unique. Um, you know, and you're like I said to you earlier. You know, the power of your story is 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 something to not be underestimated at all. Um, and I think, oh, thanks, yeah this this has been this has been really really lovely. I'd love if we do a, a version 2.0 sometime soon. That'll be Anytime, that'll bro. be amazing. But you know um, am I- yeah, if I'm if I'm ever in uh, if I'm ever in Barcelona, I will uh, I'll definitely give you a call and we can go have a, a nice coffee somewhere or a nice tea somewhere. You know. And we oh, can definitely 100%. just catch up. That'll be that'll be lovely.
1: Thanks so much for the honor, bro, and the opportunity. So
0: no, this is you know, no, it's the really the thanks for all mine and I think amazing
1: platform. So
0: <laughs> Thanks for well, it's a it's a work in progress. We're uh, we're uh, we're getting there and I think you know it's it's really exciting the way that we're going and there's some really exciting episodes um that have lined up coming up. Uh but you know you'll you'll hear more about that quite soon. Probably within the oh. next day or two, uh,
1: hey, we'll episode
0: three, episode three will be will be advertised then. So, really, really excited for for what's to come in the future, and I think some excellent people lined up, you know, just to pretty much to keep in in the theme that we've had with the first two episodes. So, but Nick, Amazing. thank you so much. I hope that uh, you stay safe, you stay healthy, um, you know, you enjoy the food. I hope you have <laughs> lamb shank sometime soon uh this is i think this has been a really special episode and i hope that you know you've had a you've had a fantastic time throughout um yeah all right man have a good one i'm gonna end it here and we'll definitely talk soon cheers off all right well thank you very much for tuning in and listening to the episode i hope that you enjoyed that that you impacted positively and that you found substance and significance whilst listening to the show To stay up to date with the latest episodes, please subscribe to the podcast and give it a five-star rating. You can also check out and subscribe to my episodes in video format on the Impactful Conversations YouTube channel. Just head over to YouTube and search Impactful Conversations. Thank you to all of you who've listened and subscribed. It really does mean an incredible deal to me. But anyway, until the next episode, bye-bye, stay safe, stay healthy, and wash your hands.